Hello and welcome to episode 134 of the Colby Cast, your place for community and conversation about pop culture and storytelling. On this episode, we're going to go more towards the conversation aspect of things because we're Caleb, Luke, and I. Sometimes we just sit around and we ask each other random questions, like a true conversation on the couch. So we're going to peel back the curtain. We're going to invite you into the Mead household, and that's what we're going to do on this episode. We've come up with some random questions to ask each other, and we're going to see what ends up happening. So, without further delay, let's say hello to Luke. Hello, Luke. Hi. How have you been? I've been swell. How are you? Things have been going swimmingly, would you say? Yeah, swimmingly, um, dashing, maybe. Excellent. You are dashing, quite dashing. Uh, but That's let's not neglect. Let's not like the, neglect the other dashing fellow in the room, which is Caleb. So, hello, Caleb. How are you? Hello, I am swelling. <laughs> no, I'm just swelling. <laughs> I'm good. Yeah, did you? Are, do you have an infection or something? If you're, no. what is swelling exactly? Uh, head. Yes. Big head. Yeah, big head. Uh, yeah. So we've got some questions to ask each other. We don't know what these questions are. I don't know your questions. You don't know my questions. Um, and I'm so, so excited. Caleb, you and I did this last year at one point where we just came up with some questions. We asked each other and, and that was a fun episode. Now Luke is going to jump on that boat and we're going to ride it off into the horizon and see what happens. So um, I do want to share one quick thing, though, because I literally just came across this and I'm so excited. The very first image of the fourth Beverly Hills Cop movie has hit the Internet. It is Eddie Murphy in a Detroit Lions jacket. And yes, you heard that right. Beverly Hills Cop, subtitle Axel Foley is going to hit theaters. No, I'm sorry. It's going to hit Netflix next year. And I'm so excited about this. And to make things even better, Eddie Murphy clearly is going to be in it, but so is Kevin Bacon. Wow. And from Footloose? Yes, from <laughs> f- from from the greatest movie of all time, Footloose. That's a Marvel reference. Um and in addition to those two excellent actors, Joseph Gordon-Levitt is also going to be in it. He's going to play Axel Foley's partner. How Big awesome fan. is this? Big fan. He likes playing roles where he's the partner, not the main guy. Because he's brilliant. You know, he's like a genius or something, right? You know. Is he really? I do think he has above average intelligence. I you think know I read he that loves, somewhere. You know he loves clowning, like, like the art of being a clown. Really, the art. Is yeah, that, are we calling I, I it think, an art now? I think that's what he like. I saw an interview with him, like a clip of it, where he's taught where he, I think he called it like the art of clowning. I trolled people on the internet. Can we call that an art too? <laughs> no, because there isn't a college for people to learn how to troll people on the internet. But there are colleges for clowns. It's called Clown College. There isn't a college yet. True. 
Are you looking to found it? I don't think I'm quite qualified, but I would definitely take a class. English is such a weird language. Like that was a proper sentence. But yeah, and it sounded it terrible, didn't inflection, it? it? Yeah, exactly. Um, I'd like to share with you guys. So we're off to a swimmingly, swimmingly good start. Swimmingly. Because this is exactly how our conversations go when we're just randomly watching like a hockey game or talking over a movie that mom would like to listen to and we're just rambling on about things. Um, this is exactly how it is, isn't it? But I do want to share with you guys my favorite role that Joseph Gordon-Levitt played. Do you want to take a guess? Third Rock from the Sun. That's the second episode in a row where you guys have stolen my punchline. (laughs) You asked. I didn't steal anything. You gave it to me. You were supposed to, like, do you know how, like, comedy works? You're not supposed to take the punchline from people. You're supposed to help set up the punchline. Yes. You already set me up. Oh, Tommy Solomon from Third Rock from the Sun. Great role. Love that character. Excellent. Caleb, did you ever watch that? No. No, you have to watch it. It's so great. Barney Stinson's dad is in it, a.k.a. John Lithgow. It had a surprising amount of influence over me when I watched it. It's very good. In, like, my sense of humor and stuff, it had a... I did not expect it to influence me the way that it did. It's excellent. It's a it's an excellent sitcom. It's a very irreverent and zany '90s sitcom, early '90s maybe. I don't even remember when it was on, but yeah, it was it was very funny. So that's a bonus for everybody out there. Check out Third Rock from the Sun if you haven't watched it. It's very very funny. Um, Caleb, put it on your list, your ever growing list. So yeah, that's that was just the fun news that I literally just came across as um, we started to get ready to record. But yeah, let's get to our questions because I'm excited. I, I always wanna... love hearing your questions. I don't want to hijack your intros and your segues because your segues are always good. But I think that was a good segue into my first question. So with your permission, I would like to kick off this conversation. Oh, by all means. Here's the ball. Kick it. What show would you want to watch for the first time again? Oh, I love these questions. I have a follow-up question. Is it based off of my reaction to the pilot or to this show as a whole? The show as a whole. If you could rewatch one show for the first time again, which one would it be? Very And I like these kinds of questions because it's not what is the best whatever. What is your favorite whatever? Yeah. Um, for me... I have a couple, but I am going, I'm not going to overthink it. I am going to go with Game of Thrones. If I could rewatch I one it. show, it would be Game of Thrones. And I like Game of Thrones. It's not in my top five shows, but the world building in it is phenomenal. And I would love to get to re-experience having all of those storylines intertwine. That's one of my favorite aspects of that show is that um, so many characters are doing so many things and they're all connected in a way. And then some, most characters don't even meet each other 
through a whole season. Like you could go a couple seasons and have characters they know about each other, but they've never met each other. So that's that's a really good choice. Caleb, do you have a do you have a um, answer? Or do you want me to go? I'm also not going to overthink it. It just so happens to be my favorite or one of my favorite TV shows ever, and it's Breaking Bad. It's just uh-huh. through and through one of the most consistently amazing shows that doesn't like have anything too close to like jumping a shark moments. Mm-hmm. And like you, there's never any bait and switch. There's never any like, you know, everything that's happening at all times. There's obviously plot twists here and there, but it is just such a good show and has such an, a phenomenal ending that keeps you on your toes literally until like the, like the, what is it called? The curtains close. They cut to black. There you go. That's what I was going for. Um, so I would love to watch that again. Just erase it from my memory so I can just have that same amazing feeling. But an honorable mention for me, Friday Night Lights. Uh, Sim oh. told me about it back when I was still in high school. And I remember I didn't have a lot of, I think it was maybe freshman or sophomore year of high school. I didn't have a lot of super, super late nights because school, whatever. Yeah. Um, but I remember staying up watching it because streaming was prevalent uh, until like three or four o'clock in the morning just because I was just, I loved it. It was so good. And it's definitely like a Texas football. Yeah. And it's like a coming of age story, which like aren't always my favorites, but something about it just, it was amazing. I have never watched either of those shows. Highly recommend it. Nor have I, and I was going to say, as you were talking about Breaking Bad, that I literally will be seeing Breaking Bad for the first time the next time I watch it because I've never seen it, which would be the same as uh, Friday Night Lights. Uh, But yeah, those two shows track is always some of the most popular and best highly rated uh, shows in history. Um, I too will not overthink things, although I've been spending the last few minutes listening to you guys and overthinking my choices. But I will tell you the first one that jumped in my head, and I mean it, Alf. <laughs> I like that answer. I like it a lot. Have you ever seen an episode of Alf? Mm, I can't recall it. I'm sure I've seen clips, but no. I just know that the <laughs> alien freaks me out a little bit. This little hairy alien. He is constantly trying to eat cats. Uh, he comes from the planet Melmac, which is like something that dishes used to be made out of, I think. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's like, it's like a time capsule for the 1980s sitcom. It's just so weird. And one of the reasons I would, uh, love to watch is because I would be like an, my eight-year-old Colby self again. Uh, and he's a fun little dude. He's still here. Uh, and yeah, just watching it through those child's eyes again, that would be fun. Fun fact. Um, I don't know why, but my kid brain, I've never seen Elf as a show, but I know the character because of you. Yeah. I always mix it up with um, the bear in the big blue house. Oh, <laughs> because they just look so similar to me, as, especially as like a kid. The same like 
texture fur, like shade of yes. brown. It's the really the fur, different, obviously. Yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. For sure. Um, I mean, he's a puppet. He's just like literally everything you see, you ever see. You only see like the upper half of him, except for few, a few rare scenes where you'll see him like darting out of the room. And I don't remember seeing all of Alf very much, but just so funny. Uh, seriously, though. Yeah, Alf would be a good choice, but I also thought of two other shows that I'll mention quickly. Stranger Things. I loved the first season of Stranger Things. I'm a big Stranger Things fan all the way through, but the first season of Stranger Things was such a phenomenon, and I came to it like a year after the fact and didn't really know anything about it, so I wasn't spoiled or anything, and I just really remember loving that first season. Uh, And then the other one is The Mandalorian Season 1. I would love to re-experience the first episode of Mandalorian season one with uh, with that reveal at the end. Just absolute peak TV. I agree. Um, I was going to use that as my honorable mention. And I remember when Disney Plus was announced and all the different shows, all the Star Wars shows were announced what they were going to make. And I think we knew they were going to make an Obi-Wan series, a Mandalorian se- a series, an Andor series. And we, maybe we knew about the Acolyte one. Um, yeah, it's all, it's all mush. It's all yeah. mush in the, the time frame of it, but yeah. I us talking about it, and I remember saying that the one I was the most excited for was The Mandalorian. Yeah. And I, it did not disappoint. No, it sure, it sure didn't. And it really became a phenomenon, worldwide phenomenon. Just a great, great, uh, great first season. Um, cool. Well, well, that's a good way to start off our questions. Caleb, did you want to go next or you want me to go? I can go next. Yeah, go for it. Um, I can be creative if I have the brain capacity. This one is not a creative question I came up with by myself, so I'm modifying it from the, uh, internet. But if you could have a celebrity still alive, uh, become just like instant best friends with just like... You call them, FaceTime them whenever, and they always pick up and you always get along. Who would it be? Keanu Reeves. I'd have to think about it even for even more than that. You hadn't finished the question before I had my answer. You said, if you could have a celebrity, and I was like, Keanu Reeves. And the rest of the question fits perfectly for me because Keanu Reeves is a stud. He likes hockey. He's John Wick. He's Neo. He's the guy from Parenthood when I was a kid. Who He's Ted. He's amazing. And he seems like such Ted from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Not oh. Ted the teddy bear from that Ted movie. Uh, and also not Ted Mosby from How I Met Your Mother. Um, but he seems like, an, like a genuinely down-to-earth, smart, thoughtful person that I would enjoy having a conversation with and to know that he would answer my phone every time I called him. Yes. So yeah, Keanu Reeves. <laughs> I feel like this relationship would turn into uh, the beginning parts of Captain Marvel and Kamala Khan. <laughs> yes. 100%. All right, Colby, you're great. I'm 100%. trying to sleep. We talked three minutes ago. Yeah. 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 Oh my God. Keanu. so i don't really like celebrities um 
I think some of them are cool and they do cool stuff and they're famous for a reason. Um, but I, I've never had a celebrity that I'm like, you know, I love that guy, whatever, whatever. Um, there's some hockey players who like seem like super cool dudes, but those are celebrities. Yeah. Um, but there are two that jump out at me, two celebrities who I think I would get along with swimmingly. Um, but I don't want to cheat. So I'm just going to pick one. I'm going to go with Dave Chappelle. I would love to just be able to hit up <laughs> Dave Chappelle and go grab some boba. I don't know, play some video games with, hang out. You know, I would love to pick his brain about things. He seems like such an entertaining person, but also very, um, he's very intelligent. So our conversations wouldn't just be stale. I think we could have some pretty stimulating conversations. And um, my other one was Adam Sandler. I think Adam Sandler would be (laughs) the man. I would totally go to like the YMCA with him and just ball up. Just go, go, go shoot some hoops with Adam Sandler. Go shoot some hoops with Adam Sandler. I think that, that would guy, be a great time. That guy has, he, he for sure can see the future. Cause I saw like a sound bite. You can't see sound. I heard a sound bite of like an interview of him, whether it was recently or not, I couldn't tell you. But he was talking about his like attire and how he always has worn just really baggy clothes. And they like asked him like, why why was that always your thing? And why do you still wear just super baggy clothes when you're going and like playing basketball? And he was like, Oh yeah, back in the day when I did it, I did it because I was ripped and didn't want anybody to see. So that one day I was wearing the same clothes and I was fat, people wouldn't know the difference. And I was like, Man, you are you you put some thought into that. You are a genius. <laughs> That's very smart. Do you believe that Adam Sandler was ever ripped? Uh, no. I think maybe <laughs> he ripped off some people to make some money, but I think he is a good dude. I would pay money to be a fly on the wall with a, uh, to listen to a conversation, Luke, with you and Dave Chappelle, just because <laughs> I think it would get really weird really quick, and that would be worth the money. Yeah, and we both have some opinions. That's true. I don't think I, I was actually talking about this today. I don't think I have many opinions. I think I'm pretty indifferent about most things, but I'm also really good at stirring the pot. So I'll just make outlandish statements and just make it seem like I have a crazy opinion on something, even if I don't, just to, you know, to uh, induce chaos, be a thorn in somebody's side. You are a agent. You are an agent of chaos. You like, you like uh, being in the middle of the storm, watching the trees fly around. It's dangerous. It scares me. But you have to answer your own question now, Caleb. No, I don't. You don't make the rules. I literally make the rules. This That's is the Colby oh, I'm cast. Sorry. I thought this was the Caleb cast. <laughs> <laughs> um. It's 100% because I was scrolling through TikTok and I saw a video of like, have you guys seen I Love You, Man? Of course. It's yes. Yes. A great movie. Yeah. I rewatched it semi recently. And because of that, seeing the clip of it on the internet was perfect for this. 
I would pick Jason Segal because in uh, in I Love You Man, they're getting drunk and they're at a restaurant and they're just like sort of bantering back and forth. And you guys remember the line where he asks Paul Rudd if he wants a peanut? Yes. No. Well, I'll I'll show it to you another time, but it's apparently improvised and their laughter was like completely just legitimate and authentic. And I think it's fantastic because even when he's acting, he can't help but be himself. So I think that would be awesome to just be able to call up at any time, good day or bad day, and just have a good laugh. If he's anything like Marshall Erickson we would be besties like BFs BFFs because Marshall Erickson third, how I met your mother reference, by the way, in 20 minutes, that's good stuff. That's good stuff. The only Uh, thing that has been mentioned more is swimmingly. (laughs) (laughs) Well done. Well done. Okay. So I'm up, you know, I have to have a star Wars question, right? And my star Wars question is this. What? is your favorite star Wars quote. And because there are nine movies and 6,000 hours of television shows for you guys to sift through in your brain right now, I will be happy to offer mine first, unless you guys have one that you want to jump right into. Go ahead. Feel free. No, no, no. I, I need a second. Okay. So think about it and I will give you mine. And, um, of course, because we do things the way we want, um, I'm going to give you my first one, but then I will also offer a couple others. Uh, and I'm sorry if I steal any of yours. But my, I think my favorite one of all time, and it hasn't been like this from the beginning, but it is, it's here now. It's when Obi-Wan and Luke Skywalker are talking in Return of the Jedi. And uh, Luke is just like, bro, why didn't you tell me that? Spoiler for Return of the Jedi somebody is my father. Like somebody's going to be listening to this. That doesn't know that, but I'm going to, I'm not going to be the one to spoil it. (laughs) He says, Obi-Wan says, Luke, you're going to find that many of the truths we cling to depend greatly on our own point of view. And I find, yeah, thank you. Thanks, Obi-Wan. Thanks, George Lucas. Uh, I find as I've gotten older, that is an absolutely true statement and as many people know, I'm spending a lot of time studying history right now. And I think that looking at history through that quote has been uh, quite revolutionary for me. Because really, depending on, the, on your point of view, you're getting different stories, right? And you sort of have to really be good at looking for the most accurate information and not becoming a like a prisoner to someone's point of view and understanding that we all have our own point of view and that's going to sort of color the truth that we look at, I think is very, very important. Uh, so yeah, that is my number one. I'm, I have another one and it's from Yoda, but I have a feeling it might be brought up, so I'm not going to say it. So the other one that I will bring up is from The Last Jedi, and it's from Rose Tico. And I think it is an absolutely incredible line. 
And it's when she tells Finn, that's how we're going to, going to win, not fighting what we hate, saving what we love. And I think that that is an absolutely profound idea. Ryan Johnson's the goat. Can't wait to see more uh, Star Wars movies from Ryan Johnson because of lines like this. So much time is spent trying to, to fight um, what we hate when we should be saving what we love. And I think that that is incredible, just an incredible idea. So there you go. Those are my quotes. My quote will also be from um, the movie that was so widely well-received. Somehow Palpatine returned. That is my favorite quote. (laughs) I think it should be yours. Um, The beauty of it is you don't read into it too much. You just take it for face value and that's what it is. Don't overthink it. Don't overthink it. Um, My actual quote will be from my boy Qui-Gon Jinn. And I didn't realize until I looked it up just now. He's got some great quotes. That guy was a very smart guy. He really does. Um, My quote will be, your focus determines your reality. It's a great one. He he says that, I believe, to a young Anakin Skywalker as he prepares for his pod race. Um, Don't quote me on that because I could be wrong, but I believe it's for that. And I think it's really cool because he's saying it in such a – high stress environment and he's kind of telling him you know stay cool if you you take out what you put into it right and it's a really good way of uh heightening your senses and dialing in your focus level and i like that a lot because he's such a laid-back jedi in such a uh high stress environment and i like that a lot yeah i um I think there's a theme here. I think the theme is Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I think the theme is definitely um, Jedi, and I'm not going to mess up that. So I'm going to stick to my boy Caleb Doom, more well-known as <clears throat> Kanan Jarrus. Uh, and his quote is, if all I do is try, that means I don't truly believe that I can succeed. And he's talking to Ezra doing all this because, you know, Ezra, he can be very emotional and all that fun stuff. So yeah. instead of being Yoda and saying, try or not, I'm, I'm not going to say the thing because I feel like you're going to say it anyway. Um, but <laughs> there's there's definitely the theme of trying and doing. So I think that one's really good. And like Luke said, he's a multifaceted character. He seems very determined throughout his tenure to fix Ezra, fix Ezra, fix Ezra. And then he finally realizes I don't have to fix fix him. I can teach him. And he's also in turn teaching me. So I think I I really like that like story arc and that character development. And because of that, it like makes me enjoy that line more. And any reason to talk about rebels when we're talking about star Wars, I always look for it. Uh, Kanan is an excellent teacher, uh, and he's such a 
in a unique situation. And I love that quote. And I think it's from, I think it might be from the same conversation where he, he quotes Yoda to Ezra, where he says the mm-hmm. do or do not. Uh, and then Ezra's just like, what does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just really funny. Uh, the Yoda quote that I was going to say that I thought, I thought you were going to bring it up. Caleb actually was, um, was from the last Jedi also, where he says, pass on what you've learned, strength, mastery, but weakness, folly, failure also. Yes, failure most of all. The greatest teacher failure is. Uh, just oof, blows your mind. Everybody loves the do or do not. There is no try quote, but I think that's Yoda's best quote. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. All right, cool. Well, I love the Star Wars talk. You know that. I'm so glad we were able to work that into it. I don't have any other Star Wars questions, just so you guys know, but who knows? Maybe you guys do. So we're back to you, Luke. Go for it. What's your next question? My next question, to follow my thing about uh, forgetting everything and then getting to experience it again, is if you could listen to one album again for the first time, which one would it be? Another reason why I love these kinds of questions is because I feel like the things that we love so much we experienced so long ago so we don't remember what it's like to experience it for the first time and there's i've been fortunate enough to grow up in an era where i can listen to pretty much any song ever created and i love music that is not from my time um so I have, I'm also a music junkie. I love music. I'm always listening to something. So there's a couple that I love, but there's one in particular that I think uh, I would want to listen to again for the first time because I don't remember listening to it for the first time. And that would be my favorite album of all time, Abbey Road. Nice. Nice. And you have effectively just cannibalized one of my other questions. (laughs) No, not, not one of my other questions, my answers to one of my other questions, (laughs) but I'm just going to roll with the punches and I'm going to go with my gut because this actually fits uh, into my question and I'm just going to go with it. So my answer to your question is, Almost all the time, there's a question that has to do with music. This album comes up. This song comes up. You guys know what I'm about to say. Ozzy Osbourne, Randy Rhodes tribute album, Crazy Train, especially. That was the first song I heard from that album. Um, that's That album means a whole lot to me. Um, it really defined a large portion of my adolescence. It I was introduced to it uh, by my brother from another mother, Uncle Matt, um, a person who you guys love dearly, and I'm so glad we're able to meet before his untimely passing 10 years ago. So I still listen to that album, and there are parts of it that give me chills and blow my mind. So to be able to go back and listen to it again for the first time would be like like an existential feat. Uh, it is. It, it means a lot to me that that so many songs on that album so yeah that that's my answer ozzy osbourne randy rhodes tribute album i knew you were going there um and i was not expecting to relate to that as much as i do but i wish i could listen to that album again for the first time too 
because I have known those songs as long as I have been conscious. And that's Uncle Matt's legacy right there. If it weren't for that guy, uh, we, we we wouldn't be I, – I don't know that we would be talking about it right now. So, yeah, I, I'm glad that um, – I, I like to hear those words coming out of your, your face. Caleb, go for it. Um, I have a very strong feeling that Luke would know the artist that I'm about to say, but I don't know that he would know the album that I would say. Um, but I'm going to go with Faces by Mac Miller. He's one of my favorite artists ever. I love rap music. I was going to go J. Cole, but I think I've listened to so many of his albums over and over that like to listen to it for the first time again would be like, it would almost be too much. (laughs) But I listened to Faces. I remember on SoundCloud when I was really young i don't remember but i just thought it was just so catchy and obviously this a lot of the things that he's talking about i couldn't relate to at the time but looking back and like listening to those songs again they're just so good um one it was one of the reasons that i started listening to rap music and i recently had like was finally able to delete uh, SoundCloud off of my phone because it that album wasn't available on like normal streaming services because it wasn't technically an album. Um, so they released it. So if you look at it, it looks it came out quote unquote in 2021, but it was one of his first albums ever, and it's it's so good. That's awesome that it's I, available to listen to outside of SoundCloud now. I know how much. Mac Miller means to you, so that's great that it's accessible. Sorry, I didn't mean to step on your toes, Luke. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to add to Mac Miller. That's a phenomenal album, and I don't remember my first time listening to it, but my favorite Mac Miller album is Swimming, and that came out in 2018 or 2019. I think it was 2018. And I remember listening to it for the first time and thinking I'm so glad that I'm going to remember listening to this for the first time exactly because of the conversation like this um and i think that album is very similar to faces so that's a that's a good answer i would like to give a special shout out to my favorite rap album of all time which is good kid mad city which is a phenomenal story telling album um it's like almost a coming of age story as an album which is super rare and there are two songs over 10 minutes on that album um so that's a that's a great album do you know who that's by dad i was about to ask who the artist that put that out was because you didn't mention it it's kung fu kenny kung fu kenny k dot pg lang (laughs) at which are which are none of his actual real names right kendrick lamar Okay, there it is. I've heard Kung Fu Kenny before. And I know I've heard Kendrick Lamar's music before because you guys will frequently play his music when we're driving off to wherever we may be driving off to on a weekend or something. Uh, so, yes, I do. I'm, I am hip. I am down with the young people's grooves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do just love if I can um, add a little epilogue to this one before you go, Caleb, unless Luke, you had more thoughts on it. Feel free to jump in and say, but I love how um, we talk so much about 
like movies and TV shows and streaming, but we all have a real passion for music. And I really love it when we have an opportunity to talk about uh, that passion in, uh, of music. So, and if I could also just um, uh, uh, throw in a quick plug for our good friend Ross's um, podcast at the album cockpit podcast. Uh, he was nice enough to interview me about the Ozzy Osbourne album I talked about. So there's a whole episode over on that podcast. If you want to hear me get really into detail about every single song, feel free to go check that out. Uh, it, it is out there. So, uh, but yeah, those were my final thoughts there on them. Luke, did you have something else you were about to say? Um, no, but now that you're giving me the opportunity, I'm going to take it and run with it. Um, an album I would highly recommend everybody listens to at some point. And I think it's a good album that I think most people would enjoy, even if you don't necessarily like rap music, is Because the Internet by Childish Gambino. That is an album that not everybody is going to like Good Kid, Mad City. It's a very in-your-face album at times, and it's not everybody's style. Um, But... Because the internet is such a complex album and it's so entertaining and stimulating and it feels like watching a movie with your ears and I love it. So I want to plug that. I'm such an admirer of uh, Donald Glover, a.k.a. Childish Gambino. I mean, he is such a talent. He's an actor. He's a rapper. He's a stand-up comedian. He's a writer. He's a producer. He's a director. Like the man is not afraid to do anything, and I and I have such an admiration for that. Uh, so yeah, good and he call does it all well. Yeah, 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 absolutely. It's always very high quality. He's making a new show called um, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, which is a remake of that old Brad Pitt Angelina Jolie movie uh, where they were spies and married at the same time and didn't know each other were spies, and then they got a mission to kill each other because both of their organizations that they worked for wanted to kill the other one and they didn't even know they were married and it was a movie it's really interesting sort of an action movie but donald glover is remaking that as an as a television show um called mr and mrs smith so uh, i don't know when it's coming out sometime next year but yeah so it's a a new show that he's going to be in and he's i think writing it too so caleb what's your next question um trying to decide Well, you know, we could just let the let the recording go and give our listeners a break, a nice silent uh, stretch before, you know, while you're still thinking about it. So uh, stay there with your thoughts. If you could go back to a place in time, not necessarily that you have lived, just to experience it for one day, one day, not infinite amount of time experience it for one day where and when would it be mine just off the top of my head very quickly would be um the first stanley cup win for the kings just to be there in the stadium to be able to enjoy that but i would have like the i would in my brain because this is my question and i can actually make the rules on this one you would be able to take anything with you that you touched and through transitive properties, I would just have everybody hold hands 
So everybody that was in our living room screaming up and down, causing a seismic event, screaming our heads off when they when they won, would be with us. Um, anywhere in the stadium wouldn't necessarily need to be the best spot, but I think that would just be such such a great experience to go to like what Luke said, relive a memory that we have, and then also be able to experience it live instead of through a TV screen. But because we're talking about passions, whether it's movies, shows, music, I, sports is huge for us. And I think if we were able to experience that again, that would be phenomenal. So you said to go into the arena during yeah. that time. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. What, what were you going to say, Luke? I would go back in time to when the first fish swam out of the primordial soup and <laughs> became a monkey and I would stop him from going in because now all of a sudden I have to pay taxes and <laughs> set alarms. Wow. And like, like what that... do you mean? Like, like what is Wi-Fi? What is, what is Bluetooth? <laughs> that was no. quite a jump. That was no. quite a jump. I I swim. I see amoeba. I eat amoeba. <laughs> like the music, like amoeba music. Yeah, the the record store in Hollywood. Are Are you serious? That's you would just stop life as we know it. See, people always talk about like supervillain this, supervillain that. That would be the most absolutely evil thing that nobody talks about doing. That would undo so many things and you know i, I wouldn't it do was, that would, it would undo a lot of things yes you're right yeah I, i'm i know you wouldn't do that so go ahead I, I wouldn't do that but i i wanted to use that creative part of my mind um i would love to be in i would want to do it myself but if i couldn't do it i would be fine being there watching it happen um watching the first people walk on the moon Ooh, so are you like watching it from the space station that isn't there yet? Now that I say that out loud, are you like? A no, I'd be in the Jordan I'd be in the, the little tin can that floated through space and landed on the moon. <laughs> I would like to be the first person to walk on the moon, personally. But if I couldn't, I'd be fine being Buzz Aldrin being the second person on the moon. What a missed opportunity! He only walked on the moon. I would be doing like snow angels the first person to do a backflip <laughs> on the moon <laughs> but don't jump too hard because you may just go off into space the, the first, first person to float off in space in the, <laughs> the first mean, person to moonwalk on the moon beat michael jackson to it i mean has anybody done that yet yeah let's do it i'll call um, you on. would you my question is if you were the first person if if you were the uh, Armstrong in the situation, would you still say that incredible quote that he said? Because that's pretty iconic. I mean, it's pretty good. Or would you come up with something else like a Kendrick Lamar lyric or something? Nah, I'm way cooler than that nerd. I would have come up with something way cooler. I think grew. I think grew from Despicable Me said it better. I would go on the moon. I say today. We steal the moon. <laughs> yes. No, see, that is so much cooler than something about one small step for man, whatever. 
Um, I, I, uh, this is a tough question for me. There's a lot on my list, uh, but I am going to go and I'm going to cheat because that's what we do on the Colby cast. We just, we add things to the rules. We like to bend the rules. If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. And, uh, please, please forgive me for being sentimental and sappy, but that is my middle name, sentimental and sappy. Colby, sentimental and sappy mead. That's me. <laughs> but I would go back to the days that both of you guys were born. It was one. You got to pick your favorite. I just told you that I, I am. The rules. I, I just the rules. told you that I am changing <laughs> the rule. Again, see title of podcast. So. See, I thought you were going to say the day that we were conceived, and then I got really <laughs> worried. <laughs> um, no comment. Days you guys, the day you guys were guys, <laughs> day, the days you guys were born, magical, absolutely magical, and really, I can relive them moment by moment, so I don't really have to go back. But the uh, the thrill, up. the <laughs> yeah, the thrill of um, yeah, the the thrill, the thrill that just came with all this, all the feelings. Uh, of of welcoming you guys into the world. I have such a long story that I could tell, but I'm, I'm not going to. Uh, that'll be for another episode, but uh, if maybe, if ever. But yeah, I would definitely go back just because it's uh, absolutely magical. Um, magical. Just, it was just magical. So yeah, good question. I like it. Aww. Aww. Is it my turn or is it... Uh... Yeah, it's my turn, huh? It is your turn. Okay, so I have... You guys are going to pick for me. Are we going to go with movie question or music question? I'm feeling the music. Okay. We'll go with the music. Yeah. So because you sort of cannibalized part of this anyway, but I'm going to go. So this was inspired by The Office uh, and specifically the episode where Ryan started a fire. And you, you it, Office fans are now singing the song, Ryan started the fire. Uh, and everybody was outside in the in the, what you call it, the parking lot, and they all had to pass the time while the fire people were trying to put out the fire. And Jim came up with this question, which was, which three novels would you take to a desert island? I'm switching that to which three albums. You can't have your phone, there's no Wi-Fi, and there's no 5G signal on the island. So you have to take three physical albums with you, because there is a record player. You can play the records there. Uh, so what three albums would you take with you to the desert island? And the idea is you would not be able to listen to anything but these three albums. And this is where Ozzy Osbourne and Randy Rhodes Tribute came along. I've already said enough about that. I won't rehash it, but that would be my one of my albums. Luke, you mentioned the other one, which uh, is The Beatles, Abbey Road. And I struggled with this one because... There's been two new Beatles albums released in the last few weeks, and they're excellent because they're like a compilation of their music from like 1962 to 1966, and then another one from 67 to 70. And when I listened to these remastered albums, they blew my mind. So I was like, should I take one of these? 
but none of the Abbey Road music are on either one of this these albums. So I I couldn't I couldn't sacrifice the B side of Abbey Road. So I'm taking Abbey Road. And then the last one is I found an album and you can't split hairs with me because I, I found this on YouTube music. Again, we're not sponsored by YouTube music, but we, we would love to be if you wanted to. Um, John Williams film scores. This album, there's a lot of these, but one specific one that I found, and I'm just going to l- believe that it's a physical album, has 53 John Williams film score songs. And it's got all the best, like a bunch of Star Wars, Superman, E.T., Jurassic Park, Raiders. They're all there, plus other stuff, because I would have to have some John Williams on my desert island. So there are my three. I hope that I have given you all enough time to formulate your three. So who wants to hit me with theirs first? See, I... I want to go with just like the beefiest albums that could last forever and ever and ever. Um, but I won't because I, um, I'm i just such a sucker for albums that you can throw on and let them play throughout their entirety without skipping a song. My three would probably go Abbey Road Chanel by or Channel Orange by Frank Ocean and Man on the Moon The Legend of or no Man on the Moon by Kid Cudi. His first Man on the Moon. I know I have heard the words Frank Ocean and Kid Cudi. I know mm-hmm. I have heard music from Frank Ocean and Kid Cudi, because you guys play it a lot. But I am not familiar with either one of those albums, so maybe someday I'll have to listen to those. Yeah, um, Frank Ocean, he um, he's really special because he's one of the artists who paved the way for absolutely hating their fans and refusing to make music. Um, he just he <laughs> I don't know what it is, but he just despises his fans and refuses to make music and. Um, He's only ever dropped two albums, but he's made a ton of music through like EPs and mixtapes and stuff. Um, he his two real albums are Blonde and Channel Orange. Great albums, but I love Channel Orange. There's a nine and a half minute song, almost ten minutes, called Pyramids, um, and I could listen to that song because it's like four different songs in one. Um, and Kid Cudi, Man on the Moon, it, uh, it quite literally paved the way for modern music, especially in hip hop. Um, so many rappers credit that album and Kid Cudi for changing the way that music is produced now, um, because he just completely changed instead of, you know, just making stuff on, um, on a keyboard and stuff and then programming it, he started using new technologies and the sound of it is just so different. And a lot of people have tried to replicate it, but it's just so complicated. I mean, have you seen videos of like Daft Punk where they're making their music and it's like a snip of this snip of that kid Cudi does that, but then like reverses it and then flips it. And it's just, 
the beat production of of it is incredible and the storytelling is amazing so i'd probably go with those three channel orange man on the moon and abbey road very nice very nice respect caleb i know this is not a real hypothetical like this wouldn't be a situation like knock on wood that we would ever actually see ourselves in um but my brain doesn't know that, so I'm really struggling here. Uh, because we already mentioned Good Kid Med City, and I already mentioned Faces, I feel obligated to not mention those, but I would try and ask the, the, the uh, giant who's somehow holding us hostage to keep us like in a record room. Like not even, I don't even know how we would get our hands on records and how we would be teleported from the records to an island. It could but, happen. Yeah, could no, happen. that's true. Anything's possible. Um, I'm going to try and use variety because as much as I love my favorite artists, I don't know if these are the last three albums I'm ever listening to, if I could stay sane listening to just rap. Mm. So I'm trying to be different. Recency bias is also a very real thing. I have been super into the strokes lately and the song the adults are talking are is like one of my favorite songs right now it's such a bop it's so good um, did i put you on that uh maybe because i remember playing that song in the car for you a couple months ago yeah it has been like if i don't have anything else to listen to i just play it and then i'll listen to the album but the album it's like the new abnormal or something it's only nine songs long. So I that's that's not worth its value. I wouldn't be able to bring that because I'm not going to uh, waste on nine I, songs. No, I would I would stop you there and remind you that it's quality over quantity. This is true, but there are other albums that I like equally or more that are good a point. lot more. That's so <clears throat> the first one is Bruno Mars, Unorthodox Jukebox. I would be super in my feels because it's a lot of love songs and a, sad, a lot of sad love songs, but my vocals would be amazing. I don't <laughs> sing to anybody but myself, and those songs, those things are anthems. They like, they get me going. I could sing along to Bruno Mars all the time. Seeing him live is one of my favorite concerts ever. He's such a good performer. Highly recommend. Um, number two. I'm going to say Good AM by Mac Miller because I can't go the rest of the time without having uh, Mac Miller uh, in my ears. So that is another one of my favorite albums ever. Albums. I said rap albums together. That's a new word, people. Albums. Raggy. Albums. And even though I just said I couldn't listen to rap ever forever, I'm going to say that Bruno Mars being... Uh, not rap is going to be that one box ticked and the sure. other one is going to be um see it's going to be j cole no doubt about it but i can't decide between the like the rap album that got me into rap i know faces has that same impact for me but born sinner by j cole is like one of his first real albums it's also um, his longest album. Yeah, it is very long. Um, and his certified classic, uh, 2014 Forest Hills Drive. So 
I would try and see if this island had security and if I could sneak two in the same vinyl sleeve, I would try and put both. Uh, but if not, then I would just continue to barter. I don't know what I would do. I like it. I like it and I like all of the thought you guys put into it and I and I love the the ideas expressed. So thank you for all the recommendations and hopefully uh, some of your recommendations can fly onto the radar of some of our listeners and they will be uh, exposed to some some wonderful new music because music is fantastic. All right, Luke, we have circled back around to you. This is your last question. Um, I want to go bang my head on my wall until my brain falls out of my ears because I skipped, I haven't talked about one of my favorite albums of all time, and it completely changes all of the answers that I've had about music. Well, I would hate for you to have to bang. I'm sorry, I just talked over you. Go ahead. Mmm Food by MF Doom. Well, I'm glad that you had an opportunity to say that because I don't want you banging your head against the wall. Take out anything that I have said up until this point. Doesn't matter. Erase it from your head. Mmm Food. (laughs) Anyways. Thank you for indulging me. My oh. third and final question is, if you could visit any fictional place for a vacation, where would you go? And let's say it's a week-long vacation and you can bring up to five other people. I I love this question so much. I can't even tell you. It's going to take me a minute to figure this out. So please feel free to give us your answer. There's so many good answers. My gut goes to Star Wars and wanting to visit Naboo because it looks beautiful. Um, But then I realized that's just Italy. And then I thought, you know, I, I should probably think bigger. So then I thought bigger. So then I went to cartoons. And then I thought, what's even bigger than cartoons? I would want to visit the spirit world on vacation from Avatar The Last Airbender. Ooh. Nice. Very nice. Tell us why. Well, the spirit world is kind of terrifying. um, But there are also some very beautiful places there. And um, if you belong there, then they don't bother you and they leave you alone. But um, in The Legend of Korra, they show some incredibly beautiful places. And I would love to stay in like a little Airbnb cabin hut type of thing. Um, Just with spirits roaming around with beautiful grass fields and waterfalls and you know, they're also like kind of terrifying monsters, but that's okay because, you know, that comes with the territory and who am I to tell them what to do? Um, and I, in my head, I would also be animated too, you know, because yes, I can't of course. be, yeah. I can't look like this, you know, I'd Clearly. be animated in that. Um, and that place is just so beautiful. And I think I would want to go there. And I think a week vacation would be good. I wouldn't want to live there. It's too much. Um, but I would want to go on vacation to the spirit world. I think that's an excellent, an excellent answer. Um, anywhere in, in 
the last Airbender world is a is a good place to visit. But I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go now because I don't want to give Caleb a chance to steal what I'm about to say. And my answer is, I would want to vacation in the Matrix. Done. I don't think you had to worry about him stealing your answer. Okay, I just didn't want to take give a chance, take that chance because if you go to vacation in the Matrix, you can literally go everywhere, everywhere. You just have to. You just have to program it. And then you can be standing in a big white void talking to Morpheus. You could learn Kung Fu and say, I know Kung Fu. Or you could go to... (laughs) (laughs) Immediately, I thought of Naboo as well. You could visit Naboo in the the Matrix. You're not going to know. You're not in Naboo. You're in Naboo. I thought of Coruscant because that's where all the Jedi are. You play with a lot of lightsabers. You could go there in the Matrix. Luke, Isn't Luke, that just like, like Washington DC? Coruscant? Yeah, just No, there's no Jedi. Or... There's no Jedi in Washington DC. That's a good point. Yeah. Um yeah, so that's my answer is the Matrix cuz you could literally go everywhere. You could even go to like fictional novel places because you're not going to know that you're just in words. It's going to be real. And I am going to sprain my back patting myself on the shoulder so hard on the on the back because I'm so impressed with myself that I came up with this answer. So yeah. Slam dunk the matrix. You see, I see your answer and I'm jealous. So I say the matrix. <laughs> no, I'm just yeah. There's kidding. no rule. There's no rule that we can't duplicate our answers. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. Um, just from like nostalgia, I would want to see Narnia, but then I'm like, I'm going on vacation and I, would just be going like Luke said, like I just gotta think bigger. As cool yeah. as like the fictional characters would be, um, I also thought um the world of Avatar, not the airbender, but the blue people. Um and then Pandora. I Pandora. There you go, Pandora. I always forget that. Um but to be honest with you, and I know I'm gonna get grief from it from Luke, but I'm gonna say Hogwarts. I think that would be so, so sick. I would love to be able to have the ability to just wish up anything and then be able to cast a spell, see all the sights, and it's it's really cool. See, all that stuff is cool and all, but you're going to school on vacation. It's not just <laughs> the school. And how many times? You've seen the movies. You can't even deny it. Just in the movies, how much school are they actually in? In like the nine million hours of movies. Well, look, I'm just saying they go home in summer. <laughs> like when they can leave, they do, and you are willingly going. My honorable mention, and I don't care, this is objectively the right <laughs> answer, is Springfield. I would love to see Springfield. <laughs> I thought the about Simpsons. That. <laughs> yep. I thought about that, and then to one up you. I thought, you know, Springfield would be cool, but it would be even cooler to go to the town that they live in in Bob's Burgers because that place just seems like the time of your life. (laughs) You would be like lounging on the beach there, but there's just so much to do. And it seems like everybody there is always getting in trouble. And I would love to be part of that. There's also no repercussions for anything you do in that. True. There's also a new like go-to burger at Bob's burgers so variety gotta love it and his neighbors (laughs) they're always changing 
Every episode, he has a new neighbor. My matrix answer takes care of all of that. And you know what else? It also loopholes the time requirement because in the computer program, time is, is irrelevant. Like you can just, oh, no, no, we haven't even spent an hour yet. And it's been like six months. So yay for me. Love it. That's a good question. I like that. Uh, Caleb, you're up. Last question. Would you rather choose the tattoo? You have to get a tattoo in this. Would you rather choose the tattoo that you put and it has to be at least the size of the smallest nail on your finger right now? Um, You get to pick that tattoo, but it has to be on your face, not your head, not behind your ear. It has to be on your face (laughs) or a tattoo the size of your fist, uh, but someone else gets to choose it. Who gets to choose it? Um, someone in the room with you at the time of that tattoo. You like get to pick it, or you get to pick the person. Mm. And it can in this in this hypothetical, the tattoo can be in somewhere you can hide it a little bit better. I would want a tattoo of a fist on my face. Next question. <laughs> I would go I would go with the with the random tattoo somewhere hidden on my body. Um because I love the element of randomness and I think it's hilarious. So, you know, like I've been getting these temporary tattoos that wash off in like two weeks and it's making me want to get a real tattoo of something super random. So if it was totally something random that made no sense, I would totally be good with that. Like I had a duck riding a skateboard wearing a birthday hat. And I thought, yeah, if this was permanently on my body for the rest of my life, I would be okay with that. Yeah. Your 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 love of randomness is scaring me just a little bit. But I'm going to let you be you, you know. Yeah, I, it it's very important to embrace the love of I'm just sort of scared. I'm just going to say, but I trust you. I trust you. You're not going to be 22 forever though there, buddy. That's the so first be, mistake. Be careful. <laughs> be careful. Just because nobody hasn't done it yet doesn't mean that it won't happen. This is true. Let me, let me, let me make sure I understand the question. So I get to choose a fingernail size tattoo but it has to be on my face yep. or I can allow a person of my choosing to choose whatever they want for yes. a fist size somewhere on my body that I have no control over. Yes. But you can't pick mom. Mom wouldn't let you. It would That's be not true. Similar. That's yes, false. I that is rules. not true. This is my question. I don't, I don't acknowledge that. I know then, what tattoo I would give you. Oh, what is it? I would, whatever the name, let's say it's um, Colby's Tattoo Shop. I would get okay. you a tattoo the size of my fist, because it's smaller than your fist. Um, I would get a tattoo that says, I went to Colby's Tattoo Shop and all I got was this stupid tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> I like but that. tattoos spelled like wrong. T A T U. 
Yep. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe um, a dolphin on your lower back. <laughs> a butterfly like Ted Mosby. Fourth, how I met your mother reference. True. Um, so I, well, I would, I would want to pick mom. Mom would pick my tattoo, but you're telling me I can't do that. Okay, you can, you can pick mom, but I'm going to talk to her, and I'll be in the room with her, and I'll, t- I'll say that you have this power after all of this is said and done to put anything on Dad's body. It has to be impactful. And can you get it removed? Um, you can get it replaced. Like a oh, cover? Covered. Like yes. covered? Oh my goodness. Yes. After how long? Mm. Um, oh, added layer. You can get it replaced, but you have to replace it every eight weeks if you replace okay. it the first time. I have my answer. I'm going to be I have covered in four years in tattoos. <laughs> I have my answer. Because you're putting these restrictions on me and who I can choose. And even if I get to choose mom, you're still going to try to do some kind of a Agatha hex from WandaVision on her. Yes. I am going to say that I'm going to choose a fingernail tattoo, size tattoo on my face. And it's going to be on my chin covered by my beard for the rest (laughs) of my life. So there, that's my answer. That's not fair because I can't grow a beard. (laughs) (laughs) What would the tattoo be? to be you. Um, What would the tattoo be? Well, you could choose that. I could, I can, as long as it's it's on your face, you have to choose. Mm. Uh, The rebel symbol from the, from Star Wars. (laughs) And I'm, and I'm such a rebel that I'm the only one that knows that it's there. That's not true. There's witnesses. This is that's true too, but those witnesses I would trust and that would be fine. So yeah. Little what rebel symbol on my chat on my chin with covered by my beard. Absolute win. One of Luke and I would sneak into your room while you were sleeping and shave it every single time. Make sure it's showing. But just that one part. Yeah, just the one part. Beard, <laughs> but you would just have <laughs> No. The, the 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 beard stays. We all know what happens when the beard comes off, and that's not happening again. That's why I said I will... double win. No, no you no. sleep okay. outside. You do. <laughs> <laughs> What's your answer, Caleb? Um, I would get uh, a poo tiki tiki tattooed on my face, but <laughs> not the actual bird. Only John what Oliver in a poo tiki tiki. I'm so glad you asked. Uh, John Oliver, the late night show host. Um, he pretty much <clears throat> took over a vote in New Zealand for bird of the century. And it's just a contest that New Zealand has. And normally it's like bird of the year, but for whatever reason in 2023, they decided to do bird of the century. Crazy. Um, well, it's because and, New Zealand was founded in 1923. Uh, so <laughs> I'm not I gonna... feel like that was very convincing, but it's probably not true. <laughs> See, if you say something with enough confidence, people will believe you. I made that up. This is true. Um, John Oliver found out about this contest and uh, asked the people running the contest if it was limited to New Zealand citizens. They said no. And so he asked if he could be the campaign manager for the Tiki Tiki. And he's saying all of this to Jimmy Fallon as a guest on his show and he's dressed up in, like, imagine Bailey, the King's mascot, but the face of John Oliver is cut out. 
and he's in this like the same like costume, but it's Poo Tiki Tiki the bird. So he went and told everybody during the the Jimmy Fallon show. I don't remember what it's called, and said, "Go to this website, go vote for the Poo Tiki Tiki, and some obscene number like." 4,000% more voters voted and they all voted for Poo Tiki Tiki. They voted so much that they shut down the site because it had more traffic than it had ever had in the past. And they had to spend two extra days counting votes and verifying votes uh, before they announced it. And the Poo Tiki Tiki won. So John Oliver has the power to uh, take over votes. I wonder what he'll do with it next. Luke looks so confused, right? It's like I think you broke him. Look at him. <laughs> I'm I'm googling it. I I look. I don't know how to spell it. So it spelled it phonetically. So I was doing the exact same thing, and I did poo, tiki tiki, and nothing came up. And yeah. it turns out, it turns out that it's spelled p u t e k e t e k e. So good luck. Okay, with I that. caught none of that because I'm stupid. <laughs> Um, it's a great story and I have to see this bird but the internet's not letting me so I'm going to have to table that and just come back to it John Oliver has superpowers he can influence the weather now I love it so yeah I would get John Oliver in a putiki tiki suit and it would be perched on one of my eyebrows what if you just eyebrows? got? Yep. What if you just got like you shaved an eyebrow and then got an eyebrow tattoo? Like that would count. That's that's the move. I would shave it, put it in the eyebrow, but where like just the head was peeking out. So then, when the eyebrow inevitably grew back, it would look like a nest. I found the image of the bird, and I have to tell you that I'm a little bit disappointed because. I thought it would be like a silly looking bird, but this is a but pretty now, bird. Now, look up John Oliver in the suit. Google is telling me that this is a great crested grebby. Yes. Oh, that's correct? Well, I will definitely look up John Oliver so. in the suit. And I really would encourage the listeners that are uh, listening to this nonsense to go, to go it's do that. fantastic. Yeah. What are you talking about that this is a beautiful bird? This is the most stupid-looking bird I've ever seen. <laughs> no, it's not. It's a nice-looking bird. You be nice to that bird. It has a government job. I the don't like birds. The scientist, No, you don't. Luke has a thing for, for hating birds. Uh, the scientific name is Podiceps Christetis. Podiceps Christetis, which is fun to say. Okay, here's my last question. Poo tiki tiki on your uh, John Oliver as a poo tiki tiki on your eyebrow. I yep. like it. I like that. Okay. After that, this is a very boring question, but this is the last one I've got. So we're just going with it. What is your favorite sports movie not named Miracle? And do you need to think about it or you're good? Go. I will give my thought on Miracle um, and unpopular opinion. It is a great movie. It is not a top five sports movie. Oh, You're stupid very and wrong. <laughs> Jeez. There are just so many amazing, uh, like equally as inspirational movies. Um, 
I will go with The Fighter with Tom Hardy. It's about two brothers who end up fighting each other in a UFC-style MMA fight, and they're both sort of fighting for their own livelihood. Um, Tom Hardy is a ex-Marine who went AWOL, and he has a lot of issues, and the other one is a good family man who um, is in danger of losing his house because he's behind on payments. Um, so they're pretty much both fighting for their livelihood. Um, and they're also estranged. They hadn't seen each other since they were children. Um, and it is a extremely emotional movie. It is so well done. Tom Hardy is awesome. If his accent wasn't so funny, I would have picked him to be my celebrity friend. But I just, I can't <laughs> imagine having a conversation with him for much longer than a couple minutes without just busting out laughing. Um, I watched you, Dad, cry your eyes out to this movie. Uh, it's that good. Hey, yeah, it's also called Warrior, not The Fighter. Oh, yeah, you're right. Huh, funny. <laughs> oh, The Fighter's the one with Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> yeah, Warrior. Yeah, that one. <laughs> it is a very sad movie, and, and I can't – I honestly, I can't watch that movie – when it has the sad dad scene. Um, I'm not going to spoil anything because it's a very important part to the plot, but yeah, that move, that scene gets, gets me and it's a very powerful movie and it's an extremely well acted, well written story. Uh, yeah. It's a like MMA mixed martial arts type of fighters, right? That's what, that's the, the, the fighting that they're doing. Yeah, uh, it is. It's an excellent movie. Caleb got one yet, or you want me to go? Uh, the fighter, not the fighter, is a great movie. The one warrior that Lucas talked about, but it about. has Mark Wahlberg in it. I was making fun of you. I'm not actually talking about the fighter. Uh, warrior is a fantastic movie. Um, I'm gonna say, hmm, remember the Titans. Fantastic movie. Denzel is the best. I think I really like him just like as an actor, but I don't know if you guys are going to agree with this. I would consider it a sport, Um, but Ford vs. Ferrari, fantastic film. Amazing Absolutely a sports movie. 100%. Good. Good. Then that is um, my answer, and Remember the Titans is my honorable mention. Um. Both excellent movies, a tremendous performances on on all fronts. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mine is not nearly as impactful or powerful. As, uh, I'm going to go with nostalgia here, because, uh, and I almost would put this on my uh, like if I could watch this for the first time over again, I would. And it's Rocky Four. Thank God I you said Rocky Four. I thought you were going to say Airbud. I thought you were going to say Karate Kid. Uh, that's a good one too. That's a good one. <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to say, if you say Karate Kid, I'm going to karate kick you. <laughs> <laughs> what do you have against Karate Kid? Like, and I actually have never seen Airbud. It's seen a it. movie. It's a movie that has karate in it. It just so happens to be called the Karate Kid. It's a story that has that has a lot to do with Karate Kid, 
while the rest of them are sports. Like, oh, I see. Like almost like biopics, you know? Mm, no. Um, are you talking about the I mean, Jaden Smith Karate Kid or the uh, Daniel Sun and Mr. Miyagi Karate Kid? Yes. Either? Okay. Wait, what were you but say isn't me? the blonde guy the good guy? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Barney. If you watch, um, if you watch, uh, what's it called? Uh, Cobra Kai on Netflix, which is really good, by the way. I just haven't seen the last season, the, mo- the most recent season. Um, but I'm not here to talk about the Karate Kid. I'm talking about, I, I want to talk about the Rocky Four. Rocky Four may be the first sports movie I ever watched, if I'm accessing my memory bank correctly. I had, well, it came out when I was like nine. It was 1984. You came the out. fourth one? Uh, so now I'm doubting myself. I think I watched the third one to get ready to watch the fourth one because I can't explain why, but I was absolutely obsessed with the idea of Rocky Four coming out. I had not seen it, and I had bought a magazine, a Rocky Four magazine, with there were pictures of the movie in this magazine and I ripped them right out and I stuck them up on my wall and I just could not wait to see Rocky four. And I can't explain to anyone why, but I was just so ready. And I must've seen Rocky three before this, to be quite honest, because when spoiler alert for Rocky four, when the tragedy that occurs in that movie, when it occurs, I cried. I honestly cried. Nine-year-old Colby, with all his baby fat, cried when Drago (laughs) killed Apollo Creed. And the whole thing with... It's almost like one long music video because there isn't just one Rocky training montage. There's two Rocky training montages and a sort of a music video dropped in the middle of it when he's driving around Philadelphia on his on his motorbike, the vroom vroom and after Apollo dies and so dramatic and emotional. And then he goes over to Russia and he trains so hard in the snow with his logs and his, you know, doing pull-ups and push-ups and Adrian doesn't want him to fight. And then she jumps on board and then he's a new man with his love behind him. And he goes out and he beats Drago, the big, robot man that was un, you know invincible and he actually beat him and in an iconic line he gets russia behind him ch- ch- chanting rocky 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 and he gets the microphone and he says if i can change you can change we can all change and then the movie ended and i nine-year-old colby jumped up out of his seat ran out of the theater and wanted to punch brick walls because I felt like I could take on the world. (laughs) Not a lot of people know this. Not a lot of people know this, but Rocky four stopped the cold war. (laughs) (laughs) It absolutely did. That is truth facts. Mikhail Gorbachev is in Rocky four. He's not really in it. There's a guy that looks like him in it, but anyway, we're going to go with that. So yeah, love I, Rocky for my jam. Absolutely love it. Sylvester Stallone tore down the Berlin Wall. <laughs> <laughs> um, I promise I listened to everything that you said. I loved hearing the story. I still can't get over the fact 
that you bought a magazine. I thought they only sent, sold those to like dentists for waiting rooms. I may have found it in the dentist waiting room and just took it home. I don't know, but I got, I don't, I can't explain to you where I got the Rocky four magazine and why a, a magazine existed for Rocky four, but it did. And all the pictures ended up on my wall, just torn right out and popped right up there with tape. Uh, that was pre heavy metal posters. It was Rocky getting ready to beat up Drago. Yeah. So there's, there's my, um, if I put a little bit more thought into it, I probably would come up with a lot of sports movies, but Rocky four was, it, it's like a foundational movie for me as a child. So yeah, there it is. This has been another tremendous one, fun. Go ahead. Another one I thought of was hustle, but with Adam Sandler, he doesn't have a lot of serious roles and I'm not a fan of one of his most serious roles, but I won't get into that. That hustle is an amazing movie. It is amazing. I believe it's based off a true story. Um, but it, it's so good. I haven't seen it. And it's on Netflix, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I haven't seen it. I remember there was a lot of uh, talk around it. Um, well, I've had a blast hearing your guys' uh, answers to these random questions. I appreciate you guys taking the time and putting your questions together. I enjoyed answering them. Uh, you guys have any final thoughts, any final questions, any last things to get out of your medulla oblongata? No, never mind. Your face is it pick it, it's a picture worth a thousand words. You have something yeah. in your brain. You're yeah, biting yeah, your yeah, tongue yeah. for a reason. Mm-hmm. And you're gonna thank me for biting my tongue. <laughs> okay, well, I'll thank you in advance, Caleb. Any last thoughts? You're good. I don't. I don't have very many thoughts to begin with, so I expressed too many already. <laughs> Yeah, that's why we have a podcast. Um, all right. In that case, then, we hope everybody enjoyed their holiday weekend uh, here in America. We, we recently uh, celebrated the Thanksgiving. And on to Christmas holiday season. So break out the lights. Break out the Christmas music. Break out the Grinch costumes if you're into that, too. So enjoy. Uh, we got some fun stuff coming up for you in the month of December. Thank you very much for coming along and joining us in this conversation, this fun little random uh, question-asking episode of the Colby Cast. So for Caleb and for Luke, this is Colby reminding you that like Rocky in Rocky IV, when life has you up against the ropes and you're seeing three of them, hit the one in the middle. You can find the Colby Cast on Twitter and Instagram at the Colby Cast. If you're wordy, like me, you can send an email to thecolbycast at gmail.com. Please subscribe to the show and leave a review on your favorite podcast app or wherever you listen to podcasts. This podcast is not endorsed by anyone or anything for that matter. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. All original content of this podcast is the intellectual property of the Colby Cast, unless otherwise indicated. That'll do, Donkey. That'll do.